to Leaders Lift, episode 34. I'm your host, Greg Cunningham. And I just want to say thank you for joining me for this episode. Now, for this one, I want to do another recap slash compilation episode. I'm going to go back through key points from about the last 20 or so episodes. I did a recap on episode 11 of the first 10. As I look back over the last few months, I realized that I've made a transition from leadership development to more of a personal development focus. Now, not personal development in terms of setting goals and making plans to get there, but more things that help us along that journey. Principles and practices that are tools that can help us no matter what path we take. Now, these are some of the things that help us live life and get as much out of life as possible. So stick around for the conversation. Before I do that, just want to remind you to subscribe, share, follow, do all of those things with the podcast. Really need to get the word out and let folks know that it's available. Also, check out the Leaders Lift YouTube channel. I try and drop shorts there, and I put the whole episode, if it's something you want to stick on a TV in the background while you're working or something like that, and you want to just see some of my facial expressions, I don't know, whatever it is. But I've had some folks talk about how they really like to watch it on YouTube versus listening to it in just the audio format. So that's there uh, and available to you. Okay. Let's get on with the show. I've tried to organize these topics in some order and combine those that makes the most sense with others that are like them. It'll not be an in-depth review of any of these, but just the highest level bullet points. And I hope you can find at least some of these a good reminder to things you've heard from me or elsewhere, or maybe help you to think differently than you have in the past. And if you want details on any of these, I'll try and mention the episode numbers with the topics. Now let's start. I'm going to start with the negative story stuff, some of the more negative things. And I'm going to end the podcast talking about self-care and a few of the episodes that have been all around self-care. So negative stories was the focus of episode 25. It's almost always easier to focus on the negative versus the positive, And that was the number one point with that. And then following up on that, we tell ourselves negative stories about ourselves, about others, about our lives, and about situations that we find ourselves in. Now, if we don't recognize when this happens, we won't be able to manage it. And it does take effort to be more positive focused, to get the focus off of the negative and onto the positive. So what do we do about that? How do we get to be more positive focused? Well, first, we need to recognize the story that we're telling ourselves. We need to separate fact from fiction, or at least try to, and then see if you can turn the negative into a positive. In addition, you can talk to others, not about others, but talk to others, to other people about what you're thinking. And sometimes that can help you to realize what's going on, especially if you have someone that you really trust to have those conversations with. And second, if you need to, get some professional help. And we probably all need some outside help of some sort at some point. And then look for the positive in all aspects of life. Try and train your brain to go there first. And very, very early on, I talked about happiness, how people that write notes of gratitude or, or do a gratitude journal, those kinds of things, find that they're able to retrain their brains to look for the positive. So you can go clear back to that and take a look at some of those. That was early, one of the first five episodes or somewhere like that. Now, one of the other things that's around negativity, and now this comes from episode 23, is how fear distract us, distracts us from what matters most. Fear can distract us from what is most important. It drains our wells. And if you don't remember my concept of the well, that's your energy well, right? That's the well that you draw from when you need to do things and that other people can draw from 
as well. And we'll talk about replenishing those wells when we hit the self-care section. Fear can push us back into our comfort zones where it's so easy to become complacent, right? Because we get afraid, so we just step back to where we're most comfortable and we stay there. Fear can also make us feel trapped or we feel like we don't have a choice. Fear can contribute to our feeling lost, especially if we have a new path that we want to pursue but are afraid to make the change. Fear can paralyze us into inaction, kind of goes back to being complacent. And then we can overcome fears if we can develop our own process to do so. And this part I talked about in episode 15. For me, I need to recognize the fear when it comes. And if it's the good kind or the bad kind, because some kinds of fear are okay. I need to acknowledge that fear, that the fear does come and grows when we focus on the negative. So I need to be aware that if I tell myself those negative stories we already mentioned, that that's going to make that fear potentially grow. I need to learn to shift my focus from the negative to the positive, especially when it comes to potential. And there was a quote I used, and I apologize, I don't have it, but it was in the episode, but stop being afraid of what may go wrong and focus on what might go right. And then remind yourself that most things in life are not final, right? We can course correct. We can make changes. We can go back and do things differently. Then also I need to watch for and take advantage of situations that allow us that allow me to experiment semi-safely, right? And work through that fear. And then I also need to be deliberate in building a plan and executing on it. And I need to be ready to adapt that plan as needed because it's always going to change. And then I just need to have the courage to move forward. And one of the things I mentioned is that fear can make us fear, feel like we're lost. And in episode 22, I, found, I talked about us finding ourselves in the lost and found. And there are some things that can kind of make us feel even more lost than maybe we normally do or just really trigger that feeling of being lost. Major changes or stressors in our life and things like marriage, having kids, job transitions, buying a home, losing a loved one, moving, all of those different things can trigger that feeling of being lost. If we are lost or think we're lost, and sometimes we need to get some outside perspective to know if we are, we need to be deliberate in making our way out of that lost and found instead of just jumping ship or running away. Talked about this in a couple of places. You got to find that right moment to jump from the moving train sometimes. Not the perfect one because it doesn't come. I've talked about that too. And then sometimes in order to get out of lost and found, instead of jumping from the train, all we need to do is tweak, right? Tweak the current state that's that we're in right now, that might be the right course of action. And then sometimes there might be some bigger changes that we need to do. Either way, we need to have the courage to move forward either with those small tweaks or the big changes. Now, I kind of tied this in together. Hopefully you'll see the connection between these. But the other thing that happens when we're trying to work on our fear, we find ourselves in the lost and found, is maybe we try and push too hard. And sometimes, it's okay to be okay. And so that was episode 13 is about being okay with being okay. I talk, called it, how many times can you say, uh, say okay in a single episode? But our normal reaction, reaction to the question of how are you doing is fine or okay. But rarely when we say that, do we mean we're really fine? Sometimes we're just okay and that's okay. And we need to be okay with being okay. We need to give ourselves permission to be okay sometimes. This ties in a little bit here. We're going to get to thriving versus surviving next. And then we need to be careful in how we compare what 
how we are doing to that of others, either those around us or those we see on social media. And I said I wasn't going deep on any of these things, but I really want to hammer this point home. Comparing ourselves or our situation to anyone else is often a very, very bad idea. We're either going to go one of two ways. Either we're going to think we're so much better off or so much better than someone else, or more often than not, we're going to think our lives are worse or we are in a worse situation or we don't have what somebody else has. So this whole thing about comparisons and comparing ourselves to others and their lives is really bad. And this is one of the problems that I think we have with social media. I'm not going to go on my rant about how social media is impacting our well-being, especially the younger generations. But that's the problem that we have is social media portrays these ideal situations. And then when we compare our maybe more mundane or really difficult lives or experiences or situations to those ideals on social media, of course, we're not going to come out looking good. So we got to be really careful with that. And we need to be okay that we're not in that perfect world that everybody else seems to be. And here's the hint. Those people are not in that perfect world either. It's all staged. So it's fake most of the time. Now, beyond that comparison issue, which I just went into a little more detail, is we just need to be careful. We need to be okay with being okay, but we shouldn't get too okay with being okay because that leads to complacency. If I'm just gonna be satisfied being okay all of my life, probably not gonna reach my fullest potential. And that I tied into this next section, which is th uh, for first, for the first part of this next section, it's thriving versus surviving. And this was episode 33, so just last episode. We need to know where we are on the slider between thriving and surviving. Maybe not every minute of our lives, but on a regular basis, this is something that we should evaluate. We also need to be able to help others identify where they are as well. And this could be family members or team members or just close friends, whatever the case may be. So we need to figure out how to know where we are on this scale and where they are as well. Sometimes there are some indicators that can use like general happiness, how much progress we're making towards our goal, things like that. But this is something that's gonna be very personal to you and you're gonna to need to figure that out. Now, once we know where we are, we need to be deliberate and understand how best we can either stay in that thrive zone or when and how we need to move towards that zone. So if you're just in survival mode, and I had somebody comment when I made this post on LinkedIn about today's economy, especially in certain areas, is really showing us the difference between thrive versus survive because there are so many people, especially in like the mortgage industry, which is a lot of my background, that are just surviving right now with things the way they're going. But we need to understand, if we know we're just in survive mode, that might be appropriate, all things considered at the time but we need to have an idea of when we need to start moving ourselves towards Thrive and then how we're gonna do it. And that's something that we need to be deliberate about. Otherwise, we're just gonna stay in survival mode and probably get complacent and never get out of it. That's not a good thing. And then the last thing from this episode was that we also need to acknowledge our role and responsibility to help others, especially the younger generations, have an opportunity to thrive. And I shared some experiences, some things that my wife has shared to, with me about kids that she's worked at at school that just are not thriving, that are barely surviving. I really think it's important for us to get a handle on this so we can help not only ourselves, those around us, but then this younger generation have more of an opportunity to thrive 
than what they may get if we don't step in and intervene. Now, next thing is from episodes 28 and 29. It's about waiting for the perfect moment. We got to move from thrive to survive. And I said, you need to determine when, and that's right. But we have this really bad habit of waiting for the perfect moment or for all the stars to align in order to move forward. This could be for anything, right? Not just moving from survive to thrive, but for taking that next opportunity or trying something new, taking a vacation. I had a good friend tell me that she still continues to struggle to plan her vacation because there's never a perfect moment to go. So if we keep waiting for that perfect moment and then it never happens, where does it leave us? I mean, it could leave us in survival mode. We could miss out on some amazing opportunities and experiences. On the flip side of this, we can and we do try and force things too much as well. And neither of these approaches is great. So this was the one where I did the train al analogy. There's never a perfect moment to jump from the speeding train. Spy movies aside, right? Probably need to get off if it's headed towards that ravine that's going to crash into. But that doesn't mean there's this exact moment that's the only time to do it. We need to learn to take advantage of the present moment without looking so much towards the future. Is there something better company coming? Or can I take advantage of this moment right now? Or is this a good enough opportunity? Which leads to the next point here. Good enough sometimes is good enough. And since most decisions aren't permanent, like I talked about earlier, then if this isn't the best moment, but we still try it and things don't work out, then you can generally course correct. But if you sit around waiting for that perfect moment, there's nothing to correct. You're not going to go anywhere. Now, a side note on this one here, good enough means I have enough information, knowledge, or training, or that enough stars are aligned that there's a reasonable chance of success. Or it could also mean this is as good of an opportunity as I'm going to get, so I need to move forward. So learn to look for the right opportunity to move forward instead of the perfect one. And how do we figure this out? Well, you need to identify what matters most, simplify things and don't overthink them, have a flexible plan in place so you can course correct as needed, get started, fail or succeed quickly. Those are my five tips on how to figure out when is the right moment, not the perfect one. Now, the opposite side of this comes from episode 19, and this is doing nothing. There are times when doing nothing is absolutely the right thing to do. Good times to do nothing could include when we need to think, when the timing is absolutely not right, when we don't have enough information, when we're emotionally charged. This is the episode where I share the example of shredding the inch or so of paper in front of my boss. That didn't go over great. Don't do that. Another time when it's good to do nothing is when others could benefit by letting by you letting them work through something on their own and just providing support rather than jumping in. And then the last one is that sometimes doing nothing is the best thing to do when you need to make self-care a priority. Now, doing nothing can mean many things. It can mean taking a break, dialing it back, thinking instead of executing, not jumping in, or taking time for self-care. Okay? There is a right time to do nothing, but don't always do nothing. This is the complacency thing, right? There is a right moment to jump from the train. Don't do nothing and just sit on the train as it goes off the ravine. 
Now this next section, I lead off with hard times. And part of this has been my personal experience over the last several months, and I'm not gonna rehash through that. But the two episodes that I wanna call out are episode 27 and episode 31. Now, tough times are gonna come no matter what we do. So there's no point in trying to mitigate all of them. So again, recognize that things are hard, figure out why, what do the whys mean? And then as always, be deliberate. Now, while sometimes when things get tough, all you can do is survive, if you can be just a little bit deliberate during or even right after a tough experience, those experiences help us make significant progress down to the path of our most potential. How do we do this? You know what I'm gonna say, be deliberate. Think about what you can learn from the situation that maybe you wouldn't learn any other way. Again, you're doing this either during that situation or right after. Another question to ask yourself, what could you be doing now that you may not get a chance to do again? Think about how will I be better because of this situation? Reflect on what matters most right now during this difficult time, what matters most for me to be doing? Think about what matters most in general. Do those things align? Do they not align? Are they, do they contradict each other? Maybe, maybe not. Think about what course corrections you could make right now that would be most meaningful, if any. Think about what may be different when this too passes. And then also think about how will I apply what I've learned or am learning. Those are all things that you can try and do during or right after a very, very hard time. And then think about this thought that things may be tough and you may be thinking about what the future will look like and all that kind of stuff. Sometimes you do need to run away. It's not always the right answer, but sometimes you need to run away. And I don't mean run away. What I really should say is sometimes we need to figure out what we want to run towards because that running towards something new may be the best course of action. And that may be the kind of course correction that you need to take. Now, the other thing that sometimes is hard for those that lead or see themselves as leader or leaders or are very independent is that during hard times and even in general, you may provide help to others, but you also may need to let them help you. And that's episode 26. Recognize first that in order to meet your fullest potential, you will need help from others. There's no getting around that. Don't let your pride dictate your re reaction when help is offered, or sometimes you have to really swallow that pride and be willing to ask for the help when needed. Somebody offers help, sincerely consider what they're offering and if it will make a difference. And no matter what, express appreciation, even if it's just saying, thank you for the offer, I need to do something different. Those are all things that you need to evaluate, but don't just discount allowing others to help you, especially when you're focused on a tough situation. Now, coming out of those tough situations, or even like I said, during that a little bit, focusing on what matters most sometimes can help us get through those situations. But this is something that we need to be doing all the time. Tough situations, good situations. Always make sure that we're focusing on what matters most. And it requires deliberate effort. It's not something that's just gonna happen. The easiest thing to happen is just, just be complacent and not focus on those things that matter most. Just allow our attention to go to those things that are easiest. And as a general rule, the things that matter most are not gonna be the easiest. Now, in order to be able to do that, and by the way, this comes from episode 21. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. But 
In order to focus on what matters most and be deliberate about it, we have to know ourselves and where we want to go in life, in business. What are our goals? What's our most potential? What path are we headed down? That goes back way back to the original episodes. We should define what matters most and be ready to adjust as circumstances change. I've got members of my family that are going through this right now that had certain things that mattered most. Those things are changing and those, so they're trying to figure out how to adapt to it. I also want you to recognize how our relations, relationships factor into what matters most. Odds are many of those relationships should be the thing that matters most in our life. Family, good friends, whatever else it may be, our relationships with God, whatever that is, odds are those are the things that absolutely matters the most. We could accomplish any of our business objectives and if we burned every bridge and have no friends or no support from people around us at the end, one, we're probably not going to get there. But two, will it really be meaningful? Think about Scrooge in A Christmas Carol, how he had isolated himself from pretty much everyone didn't have those relationships and how empty his life was until he started to rebuild those relationships. Sidebar on that. Sorry, I wasn't going into detail. In order to focus on what matters most, we also need to think about how we get meaning or purpose in life and how that fits in. I've talked about how I'm kind of a perpetual problem solver and how, yeah, that's been how I kind of added value or define myself, but not sure that's what I want to continue doing. And this goes back to sometimes what matters most changes. On the other side of this, we also need to not neglect prioritizing self-care and taking care of ourselves. And then once we identify what matters most in the moment and overall, have the courage to do it, have the courage to go after it. As we evaluate this, focusing on what matters most, it's easy to get distracted. And it's so easy to focus on things that are out of our control. And that was episode 14, focusing on what you can control. We would all like to have more control in our lives, but the only thing we can really control is ourselves, our reactions, what our plans are, how we're gonna do things. That's the only thing that we really have control of. Learning to focus on things we can control and letting go of those things we can't can have a major positive impact on our lives. Now, it's definitely easier said than done. And this was episode 14. I'm now on episode 34. So at least 20 weeks later, and I'm still trying to do a better job of letting the things I can't control go. So work on that and it will have a major positive impact in our lives. Then also in episode 24, I talked about pursuing our dreams. Let the vision of your dreams pull you forward. That's probably the biggest thing. Have the courage to try and live big. And then also, like I mentioned, I've got some family members that may be changing their approach and what their dreams and what matters most to them. So recognize that our dreams change and that's not a bad thing. Fear is gonna try and hold us back from those dreams. Talked about that a little bit ago. So you need to find the courage to work through the fear and follow those dreams. And you may need a plan to help with that. Don't give up on pursuing your dreams. And remember, even if they change, that's okay. Go after the new dream. Now, I did a fun little episode in episode 30, and this was about the little things in life. And I talked about the Snoopy watch face on my watch. And as we pursue life, 
there's going to be tough times. They're going to come up. They're going to come up unexpectedly. Maybe expectedly, we know certain things are coming. On a day-to-day -day basis, we need little things in life that make us smile. Snoopy watch face, going for a bike ride, going for a walk, chocolate, whatever it is. We need to experiment with these little things and figure out what really makes us smile and what doesn't. And then hopefully we can find the courage or a way to eliminate the things that don't matter that bring you down. Because odds are those things that really bring you down, they're just not that important in our lives, but we let them in. Now we can't get rid of all the negative things and all the tough things in life. That's not what I'm saying, but we can find those little things that make us smile and hopefully replace some of those things that, that bring us down. If you want an example, watch how little kids find excitement and joy in just the little things. Now, in episode 32, I covered a few topics. And one of those was this concept of forcing things versus becoming complacent. Talked about that a little bit earlier. Either of these two extremes is bad and is almost never the answer. Forcing that square peg in the round hole means that we make mistakes and we can make things worse. Complacency means we don't grow and we most likely won't see the train wreck that may be coming. And I talked about, you know, my example in my last job about how I was so stressed out and didn't see it, but others did. So we don't want to force things, but we don't want to get so relaxed that we become complacent. Some of this goes back to that finding the right moment to move, not the perfect one. And that led into another topic in episode 32, which was feeling guilty for not going all out all of the time. We just need to get over this kind of guilt and stop putting it on ourselves. Now, sometimes there are bosses that are going to do that to you. If that's the case, look for the right moment to move on from that, because that is not good. It's not productive. We're never going to be able to go all out all the time. If you do that, you're going to burn out, just like anything else you know. There's machines, animals, people, all of that kind of stuff going all out all the time never is going to lead to the result that you want it to. It's easier said than done, but nobody can keep up, uh, keep going at full speed forever. And that leads into my last two items, starting with episode 18 that was on self-care and then leading into episode 32 that was about balancing self-care. Great leaders of all types tend to focus on those they lead, but we cannot neglect our own self-care. Our well, this energy well that I've talked about us having, needs to be sufficiently full both for ourselves and all those around us that draw from that well. So we can't be selfish and just say, I'm going to build up my well and keep it all to me. But we can't also just let everybody take, 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 take and have an empty well. Either way, Others around us aren't going to benefit and we're going to burn out just as if we were trying to go all out all the time. In fact, there's a direct connection there, right? Go out all out all the time. Don't do any self-care. All you're going to do is de uh, deplete your well. There's going to be nothing left in there. So find something you'd love to do that replenishes. Little things and big things. Sometimes you need the small things. A lot of times you need the small things. And then sometimes you need to do something larger that's a more deep, I call that a deep replenishment, right? Make taking care of yourself part of your personal development plan. You can't get by without it. Now, let me finish off with balancing self-care again from episode 32. Self-care requires a good balance like everything else in life. B 
because it can make things much better or much worse. All right? If we do way too much self-care, things aren't going to get done. It's not going to be good for us. We're going to become complacent and it's not going to go well. And on the flip side, if we do no self-care, like I talked about earlier, our wells are going to be empty. If you need self-care and be honest about yourself in that, recognize when self-care needs to be the top priority. And when it does, identify the key things that must be done right now versus those that can wait. Because even if we do need some self-care, you know, let's say I really need to go on a vacation and not be connected to the internet. Well, I can't just drop everything and go, right? I may need to stay connected for my family or I may need to get a bunch of stuff done before I leave so that I can go and be disconnected. So recognize when self-care needs to be that top priority. And then again, if you're gonna do it, recognize what it's gonna be like, make a plan for it, be deliberate, like everything else I talk about, but know what you're gonna have to do right then and there, and then put off those things that can wait so that you can make self-care a priority. Well, that's it for episode 34. Like I said, I just wanted to go back through and recap a whole bunch of these episodes. I hope that there's something in here that you can uh, find useful or a good reminder. And like I said, go back and listen to any of these things in detail. We've talked about, you know, negative stories and fear and finding ourselves in the lost and found and then started to transition into being okay with being okay, but knowing if we're okay and surviving, when and how are we going to start moving towards thriving? Also that there's not a perfect moment. So find the right moment to do these things. Doing nothing, sometimes that's the right answer. So we need to identify when it is and get comfortable doing nothing sometimes. Hard times are going to come no matter what. So we need to be just recognize that they're going to be there and know how we're going to handle them. And if we can be deliberate during or right after hard times, we'll get more out of them. Helping others, always going to be something that a leader wants to do. But remember to also let them help you. And then we need to focus on what matters most. Focus on the things we can control, let the things we can't go. Realize that our dreams are there, but they may change and don't give up on pursuing those dreams. Along the way, we need little things in life. We don't want to force things, but we don't want to become complacent. We should not feel guilty if we can't go all out all the time. And then when we need to prioritize self-care, we need to do it. Push off those things that don't need to be a top priority. Take care of those things that do, but then take care of ourselves. So thanks for sticking with me through the end of this. And until next week, go out, pick one of these things and let it lift you and let it help you lift others. Thank you.